and you're in the presence of the greatest podcaster in the truth community. Amen, Neil. If you're not following Mikey J, I have one thing to say. What is wrong with you? The one, the only, Mikey J on KGUP presents. Five, four, three, two, one. I didn't know I had to tell him. Earth is flat, bro. You need to check your facts. I got high up through the roof, and I landed on the moon. The moon flat too. In reality, everything is just in 2D, like a video game from 1983. Sides up and down the street while y'all sleep. How you doing? I'm Mikey Jane. You're tuned into another edition of KGP Presents. This is episode 66 of season five. Thank you so much for being here with me today. So I wanted to open up this episode with another scripture read from, you know, I chose Leviticus chapter 25, verse 18 through 19. Wherefore ye shall do my statutes and keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land in safety, and the land shall yield her fruit, and ye shall eat your fill and dwell therein in safety. Now, I, spe- I specifically chose this first because I wanted it uh, to kind of fit in with what we were going to talk about today, because we're going to talk about homesteading and earthships and gardening and beekeeping, which is something I've been, you know, researching lately. And before I bring on today's guest, I wanted to mention that you can join our Patreon for just $3 a month, and then you can get a free t-shirt even at the low tier after being a member for one year. So I, I have to thank a few of our members that it just reached our one year anniversary and that's uh, Victoria and uh, Awesome Austin of The Melodome. So bro, if you're listening, uh, let me know the, uh, the size and color you want and I'll get that shipped out to you. So on to today's show, uh, I wanted to change it up a little because I've been off grid for the past few weeks. And uh, I, I was a guest on other people's shows for, for a while, and uh, I hadn't done an original KGP episode and, uh, in quite some time. But I'm back, and today we have a great person on the show to talk about uh, homesteading, earthships, and we'll get into maybe some other stuff like Tavistock and a little bit of Flat Earth. We'll just see how it goes. And if you haven't heard of earthships before, don't feel left out because until last year, I didn't know anything about it either. So without further ado, let's bring him on, the man, the myth, the legendary Earth shipper himself, Dan Falkenbach, otherwise known as Flat Earth Subgenius. What is going on, my guy? Thank you for the uh, gracious introduction. That was, uh, I got butterflies in my stomach. You made me blush. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, no worries, man. I'm glad to have you on. It's it's been a while. I've been I've been wanting to have you on my show for for I, th- I think since August. I think even before that. But but you know I hadn't done a lot of like thinking about you know I mean, I've been grappling about the idea of like going off grid and building a house for myself and doing homesteading. And I I think I just wanted time to like do my own research and and kind of like get a full grasp of what I was getting myself into. And then I 
saw a couple of your interviews and I was like, dude, I got to have this guy on this. His place is cool. He's like, he's, you know, self-sustaining. He's like using recyclable materials to like, you know, make this, this shit happen. And then I was just like, yeah, I got to have him on. <laughs> so yeah. glad you're here. Dude. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, uh, I'm in, uh, New Mexico and Taos, New Mexico, the Earthship headquarters. There's a uh, Earthship on every, in virtually every uh, country and, and and on every continent except Antarctica. Wonder why that is. That, <laughs> and uh, that's crazy. That it, that I, I had you know until like August of last year I hadn't even heard of it and then I found out that these people you know these people are everywhere building these these type of homes which is crazy to me. You know. It, it, oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. No, because I've been looking into finding like a community to like, you know, kind of like, like, like a commune, but not, not really, you know, you know what I mean? Just, just have being surrounded by like-minded people. Even if it's not company related, which is Earthship Biotexture itself, that's the, that's the company. There are Earth, totally independent contractors who have taken the print, the, the, principles and philosophy of the earthships and then just integrated it into their own architecture and engineering and and then created their own uh what's called earthship inspired or earthship hybrid so they just there's there's like pangea builders there's like uh aqua domes there's hemp crete i was supposed to be uh working a lot more than i thought i would be come on buddy Not, not now and um, mm-hmm. I, I even got offered, uh, they're offering me a job to be a den dad or a castle guardian out here, which is to keep uh, the castle clean, maintained, and to make sure the students feel non-threatened and safe and everything's, and I make sure that I uh, I uh, basically be maintenance uh, for whatever needs to be worked on out here when the when the new students come in for the academy how did you even find out about the whole earthship thing can you can you get into that yeah um i remember in like 2007 ish or 2008 i was just going through horrible depression and uh just based on personal traumas and shit in my life and uh so I was just doing research on how to get off grid and find, like you said, um, other communities, other communes to with like with like-minded people. And uh, so, so I found. Uh, I remember finding uh, Umbutu, the Umbutu, uh, Umbutu, the free re- resource-based economy. Michael, that's Michael Tellinger. And uh, so that's the resource-based economy. And that's just like all bartering, all uh, um, everything's free, apparently, <laughs> which which I kind of uh, I don't know. I, ha- I haven't gone into the Ubuntu, but I'm, I'm going to since Tellinger switched from heliocentric to uh, geocent- geocentric. And now he's like a, a master of uh, alternative history and um uh, like mud floods and and all that stuff that people are are clamoring about nowadays and getting triggered about and uh um what what else was it oh the venus project with uh jack fresco that old monkey man yeah and uh 
Yeah, I want I wanted to go uh I wanted to go just meet and talk with Jock Fresco, this hundred year old genius monkey dude. And uh but he passed away in like 2017 or 18. And then so basically my two choices, <laughs> you're gonna love this part, were uh I found the es- Esalon Institute. And that's where I found uh, that a lot of my favorite counterculture uh, lecturers and auditors, uh, Terrence McKenna, Alan Watts, Robert Anton Wilson, Tim Leary, Aldous Huxley, um, Ram Das, the Beatles, <laughs> it's just, a, you know, <clears throat> MK Ultra headquarters. And uh, so I'm not somebody who sits around like Jan Irving on, a, on his uh, computer chair in the safety of his own home, lacking any actual field work and doing any actual uh, um, travels. And I, I'm, I'm one who likes to go experience things and have a direct life experience. And uh, then I can then I'm not the armchair critic. I'm the guy who actually went to these places and risked his life and. Uh, and did the research uh, and the field work to then be able to talk about uh, my direct life experiences so then I can share them with other people. So then I can embolden and embrace and just uh, encourage other people to go and do some work, do some actual field work themselves instead of being someone like Jan Irving, who just uh, sits on his chair and makes bubble charts for his whole life. <laughs> hey man. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to try to cancel the stream and then get back on. Oh, Are you serious? That's hilarious. It, that is crazy. I'm taking my hat off uh, from that. <laughs> That's nuts. I don't know what's going on. I've I've never had a, a stream that uh, cut off that long. And, you know, usually it happens for like a couple of seconds and then um, I'm back. But, you know, to go for five minutes straight. I mean, that was insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so are we, uh, are you going to keep it? Or are you, uh, I, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we're good. I think it's been doing good so far. Echo boy. So, uh, yeah, so I'm out here. Uh, we are out here in nature, breathing in that sweet ass prana, baby. <laughs> ah, you know, uh, Ralph smart. No, I, I don't know who Ralph Smart is. I've heard uh, his name a, before. He's a YouTuber. He's probably got like three or five million subscribers. He's a, I remember following him in like 2010, back when he had hair. But <laughs> I, guess, I guess being vegan will uh, make your hair fall out uh, for so long and for over uh, 13 years. I don't know. No, no offense to any vegans out there, yourself included, but <laughs> so, I don't know. No offense. I mean, I I gave up most meats last, I think even 2021. And then I, around summertime last year, I started eating chicken again just to have like a variety of like protein and stuff. But um, I, I stay away from like beef and I don't eat shellfish and pork. And I don't know if it's, it's just kind of like a personal preference. Like I just feel better. Um, I, I do a lot of experimental cooking and like, yeah. you know, I do a lot of vegan stuff, but I still eat cheese and, and, um, but I don't, eat, I don't drink any dairy, like, you know, milk. I, I stay away from that stuff. Mm, and I, I'm just, 
learning how to cook stuff from like fermented starter. So like, you know, I put it in like, like sourdough bread and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And I'm going to try like doing fermented soy and, and stuff like that. Cause it's, it's actually better for you versus the, just the tofu, which is comes from unfermented, which is not good for you at all. Yeah, I had some tofu the other day and, uh, um, but let's get back to the airship, uh, stuff here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, Cause you know, you know, living here, cause I'm in, I'm in Dallas, Texas and, you know, since COVID started, you know, we, my wife and I, we, we, within three weeks of the pandemic, we were on our way to, to Texas looking for a better life and wanting to get away from the, the tyranny of, of California. Cause it's, you know, I mean, even though everything seems good now, I mean, everyone's pretty much got the V, you know, if you wanted to have a regular life, you had to get the V in order to go to certain places or have a regular job. And I didn't want to participate in that at all. And thankfully I've never even had a test. So I've never even had to con- you know, confirm what I knew I didn't have, you know? So I, thankfully I, I live in a semi free state, <laughs> even though people around me are, are totally indoctrinated and, you know, and I, I just want to be away from the city you know, there's a lot of negative energy and I just want to be close to nature, close to the land and be able to grow my own food, live off grid and have, you know, drill a well. I mean, I'm, I'm actually in the process of learning how to drill a well and, and you know, um, getting, you know, having our own like septic and just doing all the things to that way. I, I don't re- I'm not relying on the government to provide anything, anything for us, you know, have our own, you know, if solar is like the way to go or if wind is the way to go for, for electricity. I mean, what what do you guys do for, for power and electricity and all that stuff? We got uh solar panels everywhere. Most people don't use wind turbines, but wind turbines are really good. There used to be a giant wind turbine, uh, rate. Uh, you, you, can you see out the window? Yeah. Do you see that uh, strange building right there? Yeah, I do. There, if you look at the very top of it, it there's is there something missing? There, there used to be a giant wind turbine on the top of that. Oh wow! And uh, I actually got so insane and is so powerful that like Mike Reynolds used to live live in there. He used to th- uh, think it was just gonna fly away, like like just freaking t- take off. This the place that I'm at is the it's called the castle complex, uh-huh. castle castle compound cl- complex, and uh, this has been this was getting uh, started built in 1979 or 1980. Get up, get back, bud. And uh, this uh, d- down below, and this, this I'm in the third floor right now. Um, nice. Um, it used. The second floor right below me right now used to be Mike Reynolds uh, office headquarters. Now, oh, okay. now, it, now it's changed. I, uh, um, so yeah, power, you got solar power, wind power, uh, you um, and then it stores, uh, it stores it in, in the batteries. There's yeah. like a battery uh, system and usually the batteries are uh, linked together. It's not just one battery. It's like a, six to 12 batteries all, all linked together. So if, if, so then it, all of them can uh, store the power and then you can just 
use uh use that power um sparingly and, and it's like I, i'm not i'm not a constantly uh i i like i i spend a lot of time in the dark to be to be honest and uh it's like it is a test internally um mm-hmm. and spiritually and it's like because your fears get tested out here a lot you're uh yeah and that's why a lot a lot of people don't really even not only do they not know about it they're not even willing to take upon that challenge and to live this lifestyle this way or even to come and visit out here it's right. I, i've noticed it, it takes people a lot of testicular fortitude even to come and visit uh testicular uh, fortitude uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh um, I actually want to give uh, I want to show you a couple of the views here before the sun goes down. But um, so hold on, let me uh, let me check here. See, I found this treasure map. Uh, it says how to save the world, and it says uh, inspiring, educating, and empowering, providing an environment that supports awakening. So Earthship, all the basic needs is what. It's a building with repurposed material, heating and cooling, water harvesting, which is collecting the rainwater and using, reusing the, the, or the snow, uh, growing your own food, solar and wind energy, and uh, sewage treatment, which everyone seems to forget about. Yeah. It's like, you got to do something with your humanure, your waste. Oh, let me... Uh, check here see if he's make sure he's not biting on something crazy hey hey come here ah come here oh he just runs away <laughs> um oh i think it's just a yeah it's just a piece of wood oh, now um, i now i get it it's called a treasure map because you need a map to guide you to be able to build one of these earth ships because it, it relies on so many things that come together to build build and create this dwelling that you that you're living in so you, it requires you to have all these like things to be able to have a functioning life lifestyle yeah yeah exactly um um but you don't have all the luxuries of like modern society which is all you know black mirror shit i mean if you think about it it's all stuff that indoctrinates you and, and it takes you away from source and being, you know, where you live, I mean, you're, you're a part of source. You're, you're living, you're, you're a part of the land. Yeah. This is actually based on my research and my family lineage and heritage. This is uh, where the, the Navajo and the Hopi and the Azazani's land. And there's a lot of Native American and indigenous genocide and past warfare that has happened here in the past i'll be everywhere you go but particularly here here and um like i remember my mom called me uh like a, a year ago when i was living here and she's like you know that's where our family uh used uh, came from and i'm like yeah mom i know i'm out here i feel it in, <laughs> in the ether in my bones i i feel it it's a terrifying and unbelievably uh in your face feeling mom and and um yeah i mean my buddy wants to go uh gold mining 
uh, crystal mining, gem mining, and diamond mining. But hey, stop. That's that's not something that uh, is given really freely. Um, <laughs> he's got, Beanie's got the zoomies, and uh, it's like if if that were the that a lot of war a lot of the wars were caused over over that the native americans they know where they know where the, all the gold mines are the the all the the crystals and the gems and the minerals and they they uh, and and so whoever came here to 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 take that uh, away from them they, yeah they there's war the bloody wars caused over that and uh so it's like a pretty well-guarded secret because I've been going around town and trying to find uh, places to go, towns to go, secrets uh, finding, uh, and and it's like if if you're a professional, you spend your whole life uh, being an expert at your craft, and even then it's 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 hard to, to be a professional uh, um, crystal miner, gold miner. It's like, mm-hmm. um, so like apparently there are some untapped veins there, uh, the, and. And as as some of us researchers know, these veins are like apparently from giants and, and titans and, mm-hmm. and fa- fallen uh, titans and fallen giants. And and they're actually a few years ago in 2020, when I was deep into the um, <laughs> the mud floods and the uh, titans and the uh, giants. I, yeah. I've 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 always been in, into that, uh, but like once it cross pollinates and correlates with the flat Earth and with ancient history and all this lost knowledge that uh, has been edited and manipulated throughout time, and mm-hmm. um, I came here uh, and with new eyes, a new pair of eyes, and so I was walking through the Rio Grande, Rio Gra- Grande, Grande, and. Uh, and I see stone faces in the walls everywhere. Uh, yeah, I see hands, eyes, faces. I mean, I see a, a, a fist like this, it absolutely shaped the exact same way. There is n- no difference at all, except it's as big as is half my body. Yeah, and and, and I'm down there, and I. Uh, I'm taking pictures. I have all those pictures are on my Instagram and I was, I wanted to take a bath in the natural healing Springs, the sulfur Springs, and then to, to jump into the, the freezing cold river for healing cathartic aspects. And, uh, and I'm, I'm there and I'm with a bunch of strangers and, and all of a sudden I, I have some, some reefer, some cannabis and i i see this guy that i call them unicorn people they're just in a in a crowd of 300 or 500 people you there's gonna be a couple of unicorn people that stick out and you're like oh that's one of them persons that I sh-. it's like a side quest in final fantasy like you, you <laughs> it's like there's a light hovering over their head and you should go talk to them i love to i love to talk to those people at least when my heart tells me to and uh so, oh yeah, because I, I was watching the D- Donut, and he kept bringing up video games, uh, and like the 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 Pac Man, Puck Puck Man, and uh, yeah, um, Pac-Man, um, but Final Fantasy is interesting because it's like it's the Final Fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was addicted to that for for many years. <laughs> Me too. I, I actually qu- quitting that was a it huge was hard. 
Uh, it was, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a huge decision in my life because I, I, I was about. <laughs> I, I, dude, it I was about funny. like. I, I was. Here, I'll let you out real quick. Uh, I was about nine or no, no, no. I was um. I was about. I'd have to look at the year of what Final Fantasy it was. It was Final Fantasy uh, twelve. Mm. And uh, so I quit. I quit. I quit that year. And I uh, hey, wait. Did I? Okay. So um, I was like, "This is my. Ch- this is my chance. Either I'm gonna spend the next ten to fifteen years of my life putting hundreds of hours, possibly even thousands, yeah, of hours into uh, these games." Uh oh. We're, we're losing you. Are, are you away from Wi-Fi? Do you have Wi-Fi? I can't imagine you having Wi-Fi. I, I would think that if you were outdoors, you would have a clearer signal. Oh, shit. My, my, could you hear me? Yeah. I mean, you, you just now come back. Okay. Let me get, let me get back towards the uh, house. My bad. Come here, buddy. Come here. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, so here, let me show you the outside at least. Nice. So that's the uh, three-story mansion castle right there. Let me, uh, dude, that's badass. Here's my little bean. Are you there? Come here. Yeah. So I take it you have Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I'm, I'm going beyond the signal right there. Oh, okay, okay. Because <clears throat> I, I really don't know how where you are in in New Mexico, or if you have you rely on like Wi-Fi and all that. Yeah, there's a there's Wi-Fi here, uh, for, powered by Tau's net. Oh, okay. And uh, so yeah, here's the, there's the end, there's the second uh, floor. I'll, I'll stick my head out of that in, in a second. That right there, oh, wait, that right there. Wait, <laughs> why am I so confused? Uh, that right there is the Mike's former uh, headquarters office. That right there is a unused room. Here's uh, the the green the greenhouse area. I'm getting a little. Let me turn this on. But uh, so here's this right. This is the community area where the staff can come to refill their uh, water bottles with the well. So I was I was quite uh, quite happy that. Um, oh yeah, I want to get back into that too. Uh, the Esalon and, and, and Tavistock. Because not many uh, flat earthers talk about uh, Tavistock, or uh, especially not the Esalon Institute. So, a matter of fact, when I went to when I watched uh, your interview with Donut, you you guys brought up Tavistock, and I'm like, these these MFers better but they better bring up uh, Esalon Institute. And you brought it up, and I was like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I my respect is skyrocketed. I was a uh, well, I was like, uh, I don't know. I get, I guess I get triggered uh, by people's fucking success when they're just regurgitating everybody else's research and not. Uh, right. Uh, uh, no, no offense to, to Mr. Donut, uh, but he's he's been obsessed with uh, disco for a while, and he didn't even mention uh, Discordianism, which is uh, which was around in 1950s, which came from. HP, uh, Madam HP Blavatsky in the Theosophical Society. And uh, I didn't catch that either. So I'm guilty. <laughs> no, I'm just a fucking stooge sometimes. I'm, a, I'm a, a Scrooge sometimes. Come here, buddy. Get out of there. 
Get out of well, there. Well, it's it's funny about about everything. I mean, everything in society is all programming, and Tavistock his their yeah. reach is so far out that it's impossible to cover everything that they they do in in one setting. I mean, it would have to be a six hour show to uncover every little detail that their hands are in because they can they control so much of our of our way of thinking that we don't even know that we don't have our own original thoughts because it's so rooted in everything that we've ever learned throughout our, our entire lives entertainment yeah, is, is so much a part of our culture and so much a part of our our life that we don't even realize that they're in control of it you were blowing me away with uh some of your uh, wisdom on tavistock i was very happy uh to, I was like, oh man, a Tavistock. It's not only the Tavistock Institute; it's the Tavistock Group. It's, uh, and then they use other names that's linked to all the uh, to, to Tavistock, and including the Esalon Institute. And uh, yeah, yeah, like one one of the main reasons I went there was because I, I was like, all right, all right, apparently this is the <laughs> MK Ultra headquarters, so this will be a safe place to visit. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oddly, oddly enough, I did get uh, drugged by a, a whip, oh, and I had an uh, existential uh, brief bout of psychosis and a, a mental breakthrough. They call it. They don't. They don't call it a, a breakdown. They call it a breakthrough. Yeah, and that, that's where I learned uh, a Gestalt therapy. I didn't. I wasn't even. I didn't even know what Gestalt therapy was, but. They do it on a daily basis there uh, to pretty much start all the days. Everyone gets in a circle and pretty much just tells what's going on in their mind at the exact that exact moment. And the, and people like cry and people are just, you know, releasing all these traumas and uh, having cathartic uh, experiences together and, and uh, just helping each other get through whatever hard times or trying to celebrate whatever good times uh, people are having. And I really uh, appreciated that. Matter of fact, any books that I see with Gestalt therapy in the title, I, I, I buy now. And I just got, uh, I just got um, a, the, a, a, the Gestalt therapy book from um, Fritz Frederick, uh, Frederick, uh, otherwise known as Fritz Pearls. And he was one of the, he was, he was one of the main, uh, um, uh, he was the main inventor the, uh, um, of Gestalt therapy, Fritz, Fritz uh, Frederick uh, Pearls. And he, uh, he, he basically co-founded uh, Esalon with Michael, Michael Murphy. Yeah. And uh, he's still alive, too. He's like 92 years old. <laughs> it's amazing that a lot, a lot of these people are still alive. I mean, I was just watching... Uh, George Soros at a, at a, I don't know what he was on. He was, it was on a, a episode of uh, Bloomberg. And I was like, why the hell is he, is he talking about climate change on Bloomberg? You know, and this guy is like a hundred years old. He can barely speak. He can barely see what he's reading. And yet he's one of the I faces. To, I, I refuse to believe these people are even exist. Uh, they, they have to be like CGI or computer generated at this point. Yeah, I mean, There's, it's like barely talk. <laughs> they're like Sith lords, dude. They they they're, and they're, they're, they're yeah. it's like they're 
There's no way they're, that they're existing. I mean, they're, if they actor, they, if they don't ingest the the GMOs, they don't, you know, smoke the the filtered cigarettes, and they don't drink the fluoride water. I mean, I guess you could live beyond a hundred years old and still be bumping around. You know, I mean, they they just use these people as these like, you know, money laundering siphons. They, they they don't really do anything. They they don't make any any real decisions. They're just a name and a face to use as their as their uh, you know laundering money scheme. You know, mm-hmm. to, to funnel money. This this one um <laughs> this one uh is the is an is a newer one. Earth, Earth bag. bag building. What is that? Oh, is that Earthships? It's uh yeah. You see the. Hold on. You see the the bottom there? Yeah. So that's all earth bags. It's just full of dirt and, and it's it's tampered down. So it's 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 a it's a newer model. It's a gotcha. Um it's an it's a it's a it's a it's a cheaper, more effective uh model. A mm-hmm. way to uh, to to build these things for normal people like you and I like like so, we can just spend six to t- to ten thousand dollars with three or four of our friends, and then we could uh, build this by ourselves. Even. Oh like, yeah, so- you you talked about that in your interview, your last interview mm-hmm. that you did. Um. So the the building that you currently live in, I mean, how much would that cost to build? How much do you think? Uh, that the one that I live in right now, I have no idea. I'd have to ask. Um, I'd have to ask Mike Reynolds how how much money he think he put into this. Because so, he remember, he built in 1980. So, oh wow! All the co- the cost was. I mean, this has been in operation for nearly 50 years, and it's a uh, damn dude. He's annoying. Um, <laughs> he's, he's 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 getting all. He's ready for a nap, and, and he's biting on my sleeping bag that my buddy's going to be. Uh, st- but uh, I, they, they they range, man. Like, hey, get get off. Um, like the. The, the the I worked on an air sh- Earthship Airbnb uh, mm-hmm. last year, and that sold the dude the contractor who um, built it. He ended up selling it for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So they're That's just crazy. like he's flip he's flipping it. So he he gets the client that comes in, gives him the money. He's got the bulldozer. He's got the workers. He's got the knowledge. He can bust out an entire Earthship in less than a month. So why and, uh, why would someone with that kind of money why would they invest in an earth ship? Well, what do you they're, think? They're 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 bored with uh, living this. They, honestly, they get bored with eating porthouse steaks every single night, or uh, <laughs> they're like, "Man, they, hey, get get out of here." I mean, they, you can uh, still have that lifestyle. You just got to make it yourself. Yeah, like even even like high end uh, v- vegetarians or, or vegans and shit like. I don't know. They, I, they, I, I would assume they get bored of of living the same monotonous life, and so they go, and shit. If they have some extra money, hey, let's go out. Uh, we we heard of these Earthships out in the desert. Let's go check them out real quick. And they go out there. They see all this. They're like, holy, sh- holy crap! I, I I love this. I want this for myself. And they have the money for it. Yeah. So it's like if I if I if I had over a hundred thousand dollars, I would already be in the process of uh, building my airship. Unfortunately, I don't. So I gotta go into business with my two buddies back in New York, and 
and we're going to get successful that way. And I'll take the money that I make off of that. And then I'm going to build my Earthship Library Comedy Club. And I'm going to have, uh, well, I need to bu uh, build the, uh, um, write the blueprints for it first. I'm going to have, I watched a documentary uh, last week of a guy who came out here with a tent and a guitar and zero building experience, zero mm -hmm. skills, zero uh, construction and uh, engineering and architecture skills. <laughs> He's just a musician, came a hippie, came out here with a tent and a guitar. And within the first week, the winds blew the, his tent with the guitar away. And wow. so he was trapped out here. He just started digging a hole. And you'd be surprised how many people come out here. Just they have an earthship and they started just by digging a hole in the ground. Wow. And uh, so it's like you uh, he, he dug his hole now. There's a there's a YouTube channel called Off Grid Guru, and that guy's name's Eric, and I ch I chilled with him, uh, had dinner with him last year, met him and his father, and they're they're doing their thing. They're, his channel's awesome. He, his uh, his videos are blowing up. Matter of fact, the last uh, couple of videos he put out, he's already got like over ten thousand views, and um, wow. So he interviewed Dan the. The other Dan, the, the guy that I'm talking about, the musician in a tent who has zero uh, building skills. <laughs> and so I watched that that interview and I just so happened to be in a telegram group with that guy, Dan. Dan. And so I said, I, I yesterday I said to him, I, I watched that documentary that you did with Off Grid Guru, man. I'd love to meet you, have some coffee, tea or a cocktail. And uh, he private messaged me right, right back yesterday and said, uh, We'll oh, have nice. uh, coffee, coffee or tea next week. So now I get to meet up with him, and and he he's done. His entire earthship is completed. Wow. And, and it's it's all threes and uh, triangles. Hey, and how, interesting. How, Go ahead. How long did it take for him to do that? Mm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll I'll have to I'll, I'll ask him how long it took, how much money he uh, invested into it. And then I'll get back to you a uh, direct message, but, um, um, shit, I, I had something important to say. Um, damn, I forgot. It'll come back. Sorry. No, no, don't, don't apologize, man. It's my, that's, that's me. That's not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I live, you know, very close to the city limits. I mean, I, I can't even have chickens in, in Dallas because I'm, in the city limits and my, my whole dream is to have a farm with chickens and have, you know, have eggs and, mm. and I actually been looking into, to uh, starting a bee farm and, you know, getting an agricultural loan to, to, uh, buy some land. And, and some one of the things that I, I discovered that in Texas that, um, you can get a, a, a ag exemption. So you don't have to even have to pay taxes on the land that you own. So, so instead of paying $8,000 a year for six acres of land, it would only cost you about $200 a year, <sighs> which is a huge benefit. And then you, the only requirement is that you have to produce honey. And, you know, you, and one of the things that you have to do is you have to produce some kind of like, you know, cattle or, or whatever. And then one of the minimum requirements is having a bee farm. And you have to have at least a minimum of seven colonies in a six acre parcel to be able to qualify for the exemption. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that, that sounds amazing, dude. I, I fully support that. Uh, the longest life expectancy out of any job in the world is beekeepers. 
Yeah. The well, uh, scientific Houston, people, sorry, sorry, real quick. Scientific research has been uh, conducted that something to do with the bees humming, the bees mm. buzz has a healing effect on the on the beekeepers. I believe it's like it. uh, it's like has something to do with the cat's purr. You know how you ever hear the purr is is a healing effect. Yeah. So the the bee, the buzz of the bees is a, another uh, healing effect. But yes, you were saying about. Uh, well, in in Houston, I mean, they had they sprayed and almost annihilated the entire population of bees back in like 2006, and it was all because of this whole scare of I, I can't remember it was like some kind of like Zika virus that they were spreading, oh, and yeah, so they had yeah. the they had to annihilate the uh, the population, and so all these like bee farmers were were pretty much taken out of business. And I, I could be getting getting the the date wrong, but I mean that's what government does. But yeah. you know, at the same time, they offer these programs to incentivize people to even have a bee farm. So I'm actually looking into it. I mean, it it, it just came across a, a conversation about owning land, and my my father in law was like, "Yeah, you should just have a bee farm." And I mean, that's the minimum requirement to have an agricultural loan, and you can get these like incredible low rates on on a loan. So, you know, I was like, shit, I'll look into it. I'll consider anything at this point. I just want to get out of the city limits and, and be off grid and grow my own vegetables. You know, I, I don't need to have cattle or, or, you know, pigs or anything like that. So, you mm -hmm. know, just have the bare necessities and, and be able to, to live off of the land, you know. I visited uh, Texas for the first time last year in my life and, uh, I drove from New Mexico to, to Texas. I went through uh, from New That's Mexico. Right. That's how we knew each other. You were, we were supposed to connect. Were we? Yeah. You, you were going to come, come through uh, Texas and we were supposed to do a show together. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> sure. uh, well, well, we, we did it. Um, <laughs> I, I drove through uh, Georgetown. I stayed in Georgetown. It's like in the middle of uh, Texas. And, nice. uh, and then I went to Austin, but yeah, that's a, that's an interesting place, man. Um, and there's a bunch of earthships, uh, down there. Did, did, uh, I, I sent you all that earthship information a couple of weeks ago when you asked, did you, did you look into any of that stuff? Yeah. Then in fact, there, there's a lot of communities here and you know, I mean, they're spread out, but it, it's definitely growing. It's the, the, the earthship communities are getting a lot bigger than I, I anticipated, you know, which is good. I mean, I think it's better to stay off of like conventional housing construction because it's it's all crap, dude. Yeah, you know, I've I've been seeing the, these like home kits that you can buy on on Home De like Home Depot, and they're they're not that expensive. They I mean it's super cheap, but you're only buying the shell. You still have to put insulation. You still have to get the drywall, and you know, you still have to put it together. So you still have to hire a contractor to put it up unless you have the, you know, the time and resource to be able to do it yourself. Money, land, resources. Yep. That's it. And, and you as a person, well, how much does it cost? Well, do you want to live in a $6,000 little single home for one person? Or do you yeah. want, do you have a, a, a spouse or a, a girlfriend, a wife, a partner? A, 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 so then you're going to need a, a dual, a du a, you're going to need something beyond a, a one simple survivor unit. You're going to need 
uh, basically t two simple survivals except just side by side which creates um basically a double horseshoe yeah and and, and uh and then there's all different types of uh design and models that uh, uh was the one that i'm uh, thinking of i'm trying to um and you have the newer models which is uh unity it's there's a newer model called uh, unity but they, they they're a lot more expensive than what people think like mm -hmm. people just think that's all i need is 10 i mean shit yeah you could you could do it for ten thousand mm -hmm. uh, dollars that's what i'm 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 i can't i can't wait to get to talk to this guy and see how much money he he actually he, see i think it was a kickstarter i think mm -hmm. he i think he started it with a kickstarter probably got his like who knows i don't know i'm guessing 15 20 000, maybe 40,000 I, I don't know but that's a that's a good freaking start um yeah. what what i'm going to be asking about is how to draw the architecture the with the bl blueprints because i i I'll, I'll do i'll take one of the newer designs one of the newer models but i'm going to make up my own hybrid my, my own custom hybrid or ship and that, that's one of my buddies out here he's the plumber and he has his ownership that he's been working on for coming close to four years now. And he's, he's in the last 10% completion. It's, I mean, you can live in it now a hundred percent fine. It's just that he's got, he, there's still a bunch of little finishes he needs to do with the walls. And, right. um, but it's enormous. I mean, it, it, it is a earthship mansion and it, it's beautiful. He, he has all of his own little, designs that he that he put in it's truly uh is his own um its own monster its own entity i mean he's got his own uh, uh um, a motorcycle garage that he can that he can drive into he's got his own music room really? like his own studio room for uh for for his band practice he's a drummer so it's like a soundproof room um so it's, it's really it's, modernized yeah i mean i, I don't have any tvs in, in this uh I mean, besides my uh, my laptop and my phone and my uh, um, iPod or whatever, I, or whatever I, I don't even know what the what the hell they're called. But uh, I mean, I, I should be. I, I would like to get a lot more reading done. Like I was reading <laughs> ten to twenty pages a day e easily. Um, but ever since I got Bean, Mister Bean here, I I can barely read two pages a day because I'm constantly like training them and gotta constantly keep a lookout like right now he's fine he's just chilling on the yoga mat chewing on his bone <laughs> but uh yeah i mean there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of opportunities and you gotta like create them yourself like yeah like i said land money and resources so and so depending on your location if you're in if you're in new uh upstate new york well, you have a, a shit ton of free rocks and a, sh a shit ton of free slate and flagstone and timber. And uh, so all that shit's basically free. Yeah. So it's like, depending on your location, that 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 cuts the cost of your resources. Right. So it's like you, the whole point of the Earthship is to cut cut as many it's it's not conventional building it's cut it's earthship building you're cutting as many quarters and you as you can you're you're hiding what you don't want people to see there um you're you're cutting the costs you're trying yeah. to, to you're trying to, to make something that's two hundred and fifty thousand, and you're trying to make it for twenty five thousand. 
Yeah. Yeah. 50. Yeah. It's like, so that, that's what I, that's what I'm desperately <laughs> working towards. That's why I keep coming back here. Came back here in 2008, first came here in 2018, completed the Earthship Academy four week uh, program. Wow. Came, came back uh, 2020 to do a field study. Compl- uh, that's another four week uh, program that you take all of your skills that you uh, learn from the academy. Now you apply them on the field study. Mm-hmm. And then the third step is the final step, which is the step that I'm working on, which is build your uh, your design, write your blueprints, and then you conduct your own field study. So then other people are helping you build what you did uh, for somebody else's field study. Yeah. So you're, you can you can build on it if you want, or you can just sit back and watch everybody else build your home. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be working <laughs> but, working with everybody. That costs even more money. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it uh so I, that I mean that that's what I'm working on man. I'm working on my uh my my Earthship Library Comedy Club which is one of a kind. There aren't any in the world yet and somebody might even do it before me. Somebody even might might even take my uh, idea and do it before me. And I don't care. I'll know they got it from me. Cause I'm, cause I asked Mike Reynolds himself face to face. And I said, have, has there ever been an earthship comedy or earthship library comedy club? And, oh, Oh wow. Holy shit. No, I've never heard of that. I, uh, before that sounds like great. I, I, I go do that. Uh, I'd like to go there. And I'm like, I'm, if, if I, if I'm impressing, uh, the creator of the airships himself, then I know I have a fucking good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That and sounds anyone, like a really good idea. Anyone I tell it to, they, they, they love it. I was talking to a dude in my telegram group last night and he was like, yo, I'll, I'll he's like, I'll, I'll subscribe to your, your Patreon. You're, you're building those earthship, uh, library comedy clubs. Right. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm doing here? I, I didn't even know who the guy was. But yeah. I, I tried to go live uh, on my Patreon so I can give content to the Patreon uh, ex- ex- exclusive people, and because I felt bad, I'm like I, I don't I don't know how to do this stuff. I can barely get my audio to work. Matter of fact, I I couldn't get my audio working. So I, it's like I can't even provide what I want to uh, give to people. And I, and I have no like help or support. No, none of, none of you tech nerds are coming to, to help me or <laughs> and so, so it's like, I gotta, I'm do this all myself. And so I, I went live on uh, my telegram instead. And then some people joined and two, two of the people that were actually watching my, my live stream on mute. So I'm like, I'm on mute. I don't even, I don't know how I've been on YouTube <laughs> for 10 years. I'm getting worse at technology. I used to, I used to run through OBS. I don't yeah. even know how to do this stuff anymore, man. I'm losing my technological skills. I'm becoming a war. That was like one of my staples of it's like a discordianism. It's like, it's just, you just, you can just create, you just create whatever you want. And it's a way to release your passion and your creativity. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the, the, the most well edited or in my case, I, I used to have a computer. It looked like I was on Mars with all the, the static and stuff like right now it's going on. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so it's like people will be like, yeah, that's super discordian. And uh, it, it's like he doesn't even care about the editing. It's like, yeah, dude, I, it's not that I want to make low quality content. It's just that I know that there's going to be, I, I'll produce high quality content. Uh, if I just keep putting out 
what I deem is it's like dude I, I I would love to to put out fiery bangers and 10 out of 10s every single video yeah I I, I it's not I I I I can't I it's not that I don't want to it's just that it's hard and it's like I don't yeah. care if I, if I produce a bunch of turds to find some gold every once in a while I I, I have over 600 videos in the past 10 years I, I I've become so bad at creating content for myself <laughs> that, that that I like I have to get interviewed by by people like you and channels like you and then I upload your what you do and I upload it onto my channel and that's how it's like yeah look I, I have so someone you're, you're relying on other people's you know technology <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't even know like if I were to try to go live on my channel right now it would be muted. And I have, I have, a, I'm not, I'm not kidding. And I have a brand new computer Yeah. and, and I, I spent, I don't know, like five, $600, uh, $600 on this computer. It's got like a, a, a docking station with all these extra plugs and, uh, and I, and, and it's made me worse. It's made yeah. me worse. I thought it was going to make me better, but, but I don't even know how to get the, the audio working half the time. So I just, yeah, I take it. I take advantage of getting interviewed by, or having talks with people like you, who are actually comp uh, technologically competent. And, and uh, so then I just upload it uh, onto my channel and then just look at, look at like the past 12 videos on my channel. It's, it's not from me. It's from all these other people that are, that yeah. are, uh, <laughs> that are interviewing. I, I don't know how to do it anymore, man. So, all right, man. Well, it's been almost two hours. <laughs> Damn, dude. And I feel like we haven't really gone into like, really earth ships as, as much as we could i think i think we could do like a two-part show and then okay, do cool. this again yeah I'll, I'll uh i'll gather the questions from uh the, uh the other dan that i'm about to meet who with no building experience For and sure. uh send me a list of questions that you uh that you want me to to, to an uh, ask him and i'll i'll get all the the information from him how much it costs to build it how long um how he built the, the how he wrote the blueprints mm -hmm. anything you, anything you can think of i'll, I'll ask him man and I, I really appreciate your uh your input and feedback on that yeah for sure and, and uh, uh oh and, you know since you're like really open to like religion and stuff um i want you to check out episode 62 i, I did an interview with uh, tyler doka of pillar of truth and he he really opened my eyes back in 2020. I, I watched the documentary um, "World Upside Down," which is the flat Earth video, and it's what really caught my attention and like really got me to like listen to his sermons. Because um, I know you know you and I both agree that everything that we've been told about history is a lie. And what if I told you that the story of Jesus is also a lie, and then we're leaving out the scripture? you know, the scriptures in the Bible in real time, um, you know, Tyler, he connects God and, and scripture to our pineal gland and the true description of the 24 vertebrae, which are the four parts of the, the vertebrae in our spine, which is the four parts of, the, of our brain that surround the pineal gland in the 20 elders, which is the, you know, all 24 put together is the 24 vertebrae that is wired in our brain down our spine so put it briefly the body is really the temple and heaven is inside of us 
and uh, my mind has just been blown ever since I I discovered all this. And I've watched all his videos, which I put in the in a playlist for for you to watch. And it also includes the uh, the uh, world upside down video. And it's um, I think someone who's very open minded and is is looked into all the religions. I think you would be really interested in what he has to say. And then just kind of give me, you know, your thoughts and, and what you think. And, and if you disagree with it, you know, I mean, then you disagree, you know, <laughs> mm, but I, I, I'm definitely going to check it out. I might even watch it uh, tonight. I really, I only have a couple of things on my uh, watch list. And I, I honestly, I'm glad that like, I haven't watched a lot of uh, your stuff. Cause then it's like a present for me. Now I get to watch, now I get to binge watch uh, all, all your stuff. So it's like, I, I really enjoy that. I, I put it on like 1.5 speed and then I just, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I go through it. And so yeah, episode 62, you said? Yeah. And then cool. um, I have a playlist for you to watch. So if, if you've gone through the whole episode and then you can play, you know, play the playlist, that way you can fully understand where he's coming from and then where I'm coming from, because it's, uh, I, my whole perspective on life has changed. Like we've been lied to about everything in this world, you know, through, through history and through education, like nothing is what it seems. So I ingest whatever kind of comes my way. And then once I have the full interpretation, then, then I can kind of put that together and, and decide is is this our reality you know mm -hmm. yeah i do i do a very similar thing um i i heard you mention in the last video with donut you said that you, you you're like you seek a lot you're a seeker of of wisdom of, of of truth and and you said you really have no finite answers and i i'm very similar uh i'm very similar i i don't really i don't have many conclusions i I have some, but I can't right. even, I can't even, I can't think of them, but it's like, I was listening to a, a Wu Wei non-dual meditation uh, earlier and it, it gave, it gave me, it, it said, and it reminded me of you. It said um, that the seeker is seeking out what is sought. And it's like, you'll, it's like an eye trying to to see itself or awareness trying to be aware of itself and so it's like and you and you said like you don't know if it's ever going to come to an end if it's ever going to be satiated and mm -hmm. it's like it will uh yeah. the search the search uh the search will come to an end it does come to an end and it, Obviously. And it could be, well <laughs> yeah. it, it could come to an end before we die uh True. And and I'll let I'll I'll say the last thing here, uh, which which uh, it's a Zen parable or a Zen koan. Um, if if you die before you die, then when you die, you will not die. Nice, I like that. <laughs> it's like I, I, I love that one because uh, it's like and, and I, I'm constantly I I think about death a lot and mm -hmm. like you said like meditate on death. And I saw a Rudolf Steiner video earlier on my feed. It said, like, what happens at, at the moment of death and after death? And, like, this is all today. And it's yeah. like, so, I mean, there's just a lot of, uh, I brought these reincarnation books with Manly P. Hall. You said you're into that. There's just a lot of, um, 
um, correspondences and, and coincidences and, and uh, synchronicities between us. And I just want to say uh, thank you, Mikey J, for having me on your channel and uh, listening to me. And I really appreciate that, man. And uh, absolutely. Uh, we'll be talking a lot more uh, and, I, and I'll be participating um, much more in your telegram group and talking with you a lot, a lot more now that, now that we have some um, rapport. So thanks yeah. again, man. And uh, I'll, I'll talk to you after this and please send me those que Earthship questions that, so I can ask the, the dude who just completed his Earthship and maybe that'll set up a uh, part two. All right. Absolutely, brother. Well, I appreciate uh, you coming on here and, uh, and you have a great night and we'll, we'll talk to you to real, uh, real soon i'll put all the links in the, of your videos and in telegram whatever you want me to put i'll put it in the description dude thank you uh, so much mikey j and uh you have a wonderful night and uh yeah we'll talk again man i i, I appreciate you and uh thank you for having me on again all right man peace brother peace peace be with you To the third floor we go. All right. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. All right, one sec. Here's the roof.
nice view. The Earthship pods. One pod there, one pod there, and one pod there. Let me zoom out. Another solar panel. So yeah, kind of a nice uh, drop. Mmm, drop. That would be the rooftop. Fireplace. It's probably another fireplace. And that's where I just came from. <laughs> I work. Yeah, I can hear you now. Sweet. What's up, Mikey J? Good. To, good to finally talk to you, man. It's been Dude, a while. I I want to save this for the show, but I feel like. We've talked before uh, in a previous group. Uh, you know, oh, one of Jaronism's Jern, uh, shows. Like, is that what it is? I'm like, I felt like I've talked to you, or at least been in a group with you before. Where I think it was I in 2021, when your channel just got started, or something like that. When you, uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember. Is that right? Or it was you know what? Um, You've come on to Alex Stein's feed too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of his shows back in 2021 when <laughs> when all of this was new to me. <laughs> Do it. You're better than I am at technology, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, so are you ready? Um, should we should we start or or do you wanna like catch your breath and like grab your, you know, grab your senses? Oh. Yeah, I got uh, here. You see that? Oh, nice. And I got, uh, I got that right there. So I just, I just want to bring that upstairs, and then. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to bring it upstairs. Yeah. Um, whatever, whatever is going to be comfortable for you. I mean, you, you can, we can take up a, as much time as you need to get comfortable, because um, you know, I'll, I'll edit whatever out. It's not a live stream. Um. How. How long uh, do you want it to be? Um, you know, a lot of my interviews last about an hour, hour and a half. Okay. It just depends on how well our conversation goes. <laughs> I just, I just fed him. He's oh, okay. uh, usually I feed him at five o'clock, but I was like, yeah, I don't want to interrupt things, so gotta yeah. do it early. Yeah, gotta I had, I had to feed my dogs early. <laughs> Uh, I went for a walk. Fucking, I strained my calf um, oh, shit. playing bas playing basketball. It's pretty bad. It was the worst one I ever did in my life. It's oh, no wow. coincidence. No coincidence. I'm 37 years old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll happen if you if you're not used to physical activities. It'll just happen. I I'm, I'm used to uh, physical activities. Just 
I, don't know, I strained myself too much. I, I, I said to everybody uh, that I don't, I didn't want to play three games in a row because I was feeling kind of, kind of sore. Yeah. And then we got to the, the very last game and the very last uh, end of the game, the, the points and the, yeah, I, uh, I I popped that thing out of pl- out of place. I, t- I I tore it. Hey, come here, come here, buddy. And I, I and I got, I, I want to like make I'm gonna get him like kind of tired out uh, for the next five minutes. Let him let him run around, and then I'll put him in a the crate, and hopefully he doesn't. Uh, hopefully he just takes a little nap. Yeah, of course. Yes. Take your time. Hey, stop, stop, stop. What do you got there? Um, yeah, I watched your interview with Donut. The whole thing that was good. That was great. I'm gonna build off a couple points that he made, like. Tavistock and Esalon Institute and uh, cool Discordian. Uh, he, he was going off about disco, but he never mentioned Discordianism. Mister Donut, you got to mention your Discordianism. <laughs> That's like the root word, and I didn't even catch that either. <laughs> uh, that fucking uh, that's funny, but uh, I, and I'm like Mister uh, Discordian guy lately. So, and I and I have been for shit since like 2014 2015 but so i'll ah shit ever use any of the pre-talk uh in your in the live or in your uh in your edit if if there's good dialogue i'll put it at the end kind of like bonus material (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah so yeah I, i might do that Cool. Yeah. So he's, he's laying, he's laying down. His, his energy's uh, hopefully going to get down. I just don't want him to squeal uh, in the, uh, in the crate. Cause I just got back from a hour long walk and nice. he, he, and he wasn't squealing and it's usually his limit here. Um, creamer into this stuff, take it upstairs and I'll be uh, ready to go. All right. I got, I, is it, I'm, uh, uh, dressed up on the top, but, uh, casual on, on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not in underwear. <laughs> like Alex Stein. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you'll like yeah. this. Both my dogs, I have two dogs and, uh, they're both named Frank and Charlie. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, Frank, I love that. Frank Reynolds and Charlie Kelly. <laughs> Oh, that's that's perfect. I'm, I'm glad I, you caught me off guard when uh, when you when you caught that. I for, I forgot. Besides the gold mine thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I noticed the first comment, and I, I, I have to look rewatch it again to to catch what you said the first time. Because I was like, oh, that was a that was a it's it's always sunny f- uh, reference. Because <laughs> no other comedy. Yeah. Comedy is. Uh... That's another avenue that that I've uh, pursued, and I know a lot of a lot of fucked up shit has happened in my comedy career. Oh, really? Nice. See, so, I I used to hang out with a bunch of comedians when I lived up in uh, Northern California. That was kind of like my every other week on a Thursday night. It was open mic. <laughs> did, you, did you go on stage? Oh no, not me. I'm I'm terrible. I'm not funny. Oh man! Well, <laughs> it's it's just <sighs> the towel's open, Mike. And hey, get out of there! God, oh, man, he's yeah. obsessed. With, 
he's obsessed with the banana leaves. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm taking this upstairs here. This is a, yeah, I'll, I can even give you a little tour, even though you've already probably seen it at this point. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. But the re- I found a treasure uh, map too with a, a a bunch of stuff on how to save the world. Apparently, <laughs> a treasure map. Yeah, cool. I found it. Uh, uh, on how to save save the world. Yeah, and uh, oh, wow. so it's got a shit ton of talking points. I'm I'm gonna use. All right. That's that's pretty cool. It's like that's an Earthship thing. Is that you'll just like find if find something that you need for that day. Yeah. And even though you, I've been here for over a month and uh, going back down, that, that was the third floor. This is the second. I'm going back down to the first floor. Yeah, I got I had a really good day. Just I got all my my fires uh, prepared, uh, stocked and prepared. Nice. Oh yeah. Take this uh, last trip upstairs. I wish he can go up, but he would die if uh, <laughs> if, he, if he fell down it. Because as you just saw, it's pretty far. Yeah, it sounds like you've been walking quite a while. <laughs> My hip is uh, even a little sore too. It's. I mean, at least you that, can walk. Yeah. Exactly. It's from an old basketball injury. Mm. Yeah, but get all this small talk out of the way, so we can talk about the big, the big. Well, whatever. I, I actually just had an epiphany about the micro and the macro uh, recently. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Actually, last night. All right. Go back and get my dog. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to put him in the, in the cage. I'm going to let him just roam around and hopefully he'll, uh, he'll just find his way. Up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh-huh. put my, uh, put my cowboy hat on. Nice. Well, that, <laughs> dude, that fits you perfectly, dude. Nice. <laughs> like it was meant for you. Dude. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go out to, to the pub later tonight for a couple of brewskis and, I said cool. hello to the security guard, who just so happens to be my next door neighbor. Nice. Are you just sitting there? What are you doing? Come here. <laughs> uh, that's a good boy. And then he and then he goes on his on his cinder block, and he sits there. Oh, yeah. never mind. All right, so let's take him upstairs. All right. This is Frank. Oh, look at Frankie Poo. Did you Frank? <laughs> look, it's another guy. He would chase after him. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad and uh, grateful that you invited me on. Oh, yeah. I, I've been wanting to have you on for quite a while. I just, you know, I, I get caught up in my own, like, schedule of stuff that i have in my head and i'm like oh shit i need to have that guy on <laughs> <laughs> huh, yeah dude i'm uh, i'm ready when you are so cool actually cool. Give, give me uh 30 seconds to catch my breath <laughs> yeah yeah of course 
Ah, here's a, here's my, here's my view. That's a great view. Looks pretty flat. (laughs) Oh, it's extremely flat. And those clouds look pretty artificial too. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. It's really bad actually. And sadly enough, it's like, it's right when I say, like for the first like three weeks it was just pure blue skies and then i i said something to uh, some of my friends and then every day it's like this yeah i don't know what they're doing what their plan is but whatever they're doing is is affecting the entire country and and you know because you're stealing moisture from one area and bring it to another so it's it's all coordinated I mean, they've been doing it so long. They've figured out how to manipulate exactly what they want the weather to do. So we we don't we don't even know what natural weather looks like. You know, it's it's crazy. In in Texas, we get like one day a week where it's actually clear, and the rest of the time it's just filled with you know military planes and and chemtrails. And that's insane. Nobody's the wiser they just think it's commercial airplanes i'm like no commercial airplane flies in random routes like that they don't cross patterns like that you know when you watch the the flights coming in they're they're a very distinct pattern and there's dozens of planes that that fly in the same patterns over and over and then we get these chemtrails that fly in random sections of of the sky and people just don't put the two and two together it's it's like they're just dumb <laughs> you can't get the if you can't get the chemtrails thing then there's really no there's really no point of even talking to him about anything else yeah yep so he's chill and i'm cool. I'm, I'm chill nice so i'm gonna go ahead and do my intro um and then i'll i'll introduce you that's cool yeah that's good boy you stay there. <laughs> Sit on the brick. <laughs> that's the sitting brick. Sit there, and I'll give him a treat. Whenever he, whenever he feels confused, he just goes onto the brick, and then I give him some treats. So uh, that's funny. So the the person that I was with uh, was a guy, and I was meeting his wife, and uh, so he was telling me some crazy stories about her. And so I finally meet her. Twenty minutes go by. Apparently, this the place that I was at was was a uh, it's basically constantly open it's 24 7 quote-unquote art project so they're allowed to do whatever they want in there and stay open as late as possible it's just a little loophole and um it reminds me of like some tim leary uh in the merry pranksters you ever hear of those guys ken kesey and neil cassidy and these these are the guys that were driving around the bus with the Grateful Dead and uh, in a bus called Further. No, I'm they're not dr- familiar with that. <laughs> it's, they're doing uh, this is what the government was uh, sponsoring. They're they were given uh, free LSD at their parties, and it was called the Acid Tests. You, you, oh, you should... yeah, that yeah, was a that was definitely a Tavistock program. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent, and. Uh, so yeah, they were supplying the LSD, millions and millions of tablets. 
actually wow. probably probably over probably over 10 million worldwide internationally because they it was it was involved uh internationally as well uh because because then these people started to go to india and uh there's a lot of drug uh lsd use and a lot of drug use in general but um back on point um yeah the acid uh the acid test so basically probably if you freaked out and, and ruined everyone's time you probably didn't pass the test <laughs> but uh I, I i don't know i've i've only I, i've only done acid one time and that was 10 years ago no, you got oh, it. I, mean, I, b- I believe that UFOs exist, but I, I think they're a part of this whole terrestrial realm, uh, realm. I don't think they're from deep space because I don't I don't believe that no. space exists. <laughs> yeah, no, no, neither do yeah, neither, neither do I. Um, yeah, they're just I mean, or either that or they're military uh, run um, UFOs as well. Oh, absolutely. Like they they could. So space, um, force. but the, did you ever hear? Yeah, yeah. Geez. Did you ever hear of a uh, CE five? It's the same. CE five. CE five contact expedition level five. There's there's levels one through five. Each level is basically CE one is them abducting. Oh yeah, don't want. Uh, or maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you're one of those people. Um, I would rather be invited than abducted. <laughs> oh um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so then, then level two is um, you're starting to become aware of of, of this, and you, you can actually make them appear. I, I don't know. I'd have to. So when I was on uh, the LSD, after I finished the movie ET, I went to the computer. And I got a friend request from this guy who I'm still friends with. <laughs> and his in his profile picture was him with a life-size sculpture of E.T. What? And this is right after, right after I finished the movie. That's crazy. And, and I'm like, what? So I go check out his profile and he says he's like a director of, of, of contact expedition and and then I message him. I'm like, "Yo, what is what? I just watched ET. You you just friend requested me ET. What's going on here?" He's like, "Have you ever heard of CE5?" And I'm like, "No." And I and I go to look it up, and I'm 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 reading what each level is one through five, and I've experienced basically all the levels. And level five is you is you being aware of their presence, and you're in the presence of one. And Terrence McKenna used to say that he. He used to say the the hard uh, between an actual alien entity or your soul. You, mo- most people, most people, when they actually get, get in contact with their soul, they mistake it for an alien entity. Interesting. And, and it's like, it's like, yeah, you're just meaning your actual soul, and you're confusing it for an alien because. <laughs> <laughs> our our own souls are are alien to us that they've been right. hidden our own spirit and soul has been has been buried and, and yeah. hidden from us that when we actually meet our own soul we fucking confuse it for a freaking alien right. and uh and, and so all these stories are made up but i was losing my mind uh reading what level five was because all of a sudden 
the door behind me, or the, there's a, a sliding glass door. And all, all of a sudden it goes, the, the, the door starts to, to open. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, did that, did the glass door? And, and I, as I'm reading this, as I'm tripping and, uh, and I'm like, oh shit, does that mean there's, and I swear, dude, I felt a gliding presence. And, and then it was over my left shoulder and it's, all, and that's in the Carlos Castaneda books. He says that death looms always over your left shoulder. Hmm. And, I, and I was like tripped out and admittingly terrified and frightened. Yeah. And I, I, I felt this way before. And it happened at the Esalon Institute where I couldn't, I, I was, I couldn't make eye contact with the guy that, that I, I was after the witch lady drugged me. I couldn't make eye contact with the guy that I was walking with. His aura was so powerful. His presence was so strong and I was so scared uh, having a, a, a paranoid bout of um, psychosis that I couldn't even look at him in the eyes. And was he, that was he really there? That, yeah, yeah, he was. And, and uh, although the, the part that happened after that, I'm not sure if it really did happen or, or not with the whole, that's, it gets too intense. I, I went, I, I went <laughs> into it vaguely into on Brian's um, four hours, but it's like, it gets too, it's too insane. It's too, there's too many details. It's too many parts of the story. It's, it takes too long to tell. So it's, 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 there's no, unless I do a whole entire show about it, there's, there's no point in being getting into it because it gets too confusing and non-relatable. But, um, so the same thing happened with that alien entity. I, uh, that, that, uh, that I couldn't, I couldn't look over. I was so scared. I was like, I was on the computer and I, I was like, it, it's right there. It's right next to me. And I, I'm not looking over. I'm not. All I had to do was go like this. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And uh, and then all of a sudden it, it disappeared. And the the whole it would like reverse. It's gone. But yeah, that's enough of the uh, drug talk. Uh, although we were talking about uh, Esalon and MK Ultra and the acid test. And was that the interview yeah, you no... did with Brian Stavely? Yeah. What about it? Is that is that the interview that you talked you talked that about that? actual uh circumstance with with brian stavely yeah yeah i i got in i got into about half of it maybe like maybe even Damn. close to like 60 percent of the story i i told there's still there's still a bunch le left out i uh i haven't told any anyone yet over the past uh, 10 years which is kind of pretty that just goes to show you how it's like dude i don't want to disparage people i don't want to badmouth things I don't want to ruin certain reputations of people. Um, but I have no interest in that because I'm, I want, I'm going to go back. I, I, I'm going to go back and I'm going to, it's like, I like to face my fears. I like to, to do, I like to uh, give things a second chance. I, I, um, yeah. Shit, I I I, for, I forgot where I was uh, go, going with that, but well, when you when you revisit things know, with with a fresh mind and you were able to think about what happened that 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 day, you can, you know, you're not instilled with fear. You actually have knowledge about what happened, and you were able to think about what happened that day. And you can once you encounter it again, you have a clearer mind, you know. Exactly. 
I mean, every single time I come back out here to the Earthship, not only am I more knowledgeable, more wise, more talented, more skilled, more contacts, more networking, more bravery, more more courage. I, I, all of the things that uh, I was scared of and fearful in in the past, they come back. Except mm-hmm. now, I just now I just fight through it. Now I just it's not even really a fight anymore. It's like I've given up fighting and I just woo way it. I don't. I just action through non-action effortless effortlessness and um that seems to be working for me as long as i follow my heart it seems to be working good i i'm like i'm more more calm more quiet less techniques less uh lessening the meditations it's like oh uh there's a book by uh Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, otherwise known as Osho, the sex guru. And um, he has a book where he, he has 131 meditation techniques. And, and all of them are different. Yeah. And I th- he invented dynam- dynamic meditation. And that's what uh, a lot of these new age people do. They just take all of uh, Osho stuff or these spiritual teachers or gurus or thought leaders mm-hmm. and they just re they just invent their own and uh it's not wise to do it's not it's not smart to do that's why i don't i don't do that stuff and um he basically said if you can't find a working meditation out of these 131 that i'm giving you then you're a fuck up <laughs> but you you're 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 you you can't even you can't even get one of these 131 meditation techniques uh t- to work so just stop it stop yeah. st- stop uh stop trying to do all this this shit that you're not even capable of doing and you're not even doing it correctly and you can't even do any of them correctly so just stop doing it and if you are going to do it choose choose two of them mm-hmm. as a matter of fact don't even choose two pick one Pick one and stick with it and then learn how to do it because you're probably doing it incorrectly. So, so try to stick with one. And if you can just keep doing that one over and over again, go deeper and deeper and deeper into yourself, well, then you'll fucking learn something. And uh, that, I, I really resonate with that. I, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, <laughs> one, one meditation that I haven't tried that I've been wanting to do is, is, is meditating being dead. And that's yes, yeah. Being in, in a in a still place, having no thought, and just not even really listening, just being not here, you know, mm. being present in your body, but kind of not because once once you pass on, I mean, you you experience complete blackness, and that's when you really test your insanity and that's when you start to make these terrible decisions. Once you pass on to this life, like, you know, where, where is that going to lead you? And if you're panicked and you, all of a sudden you're experiencing just complete darkness, like, are you going to make a decision and then go back into another Mm -hmm. life? Or are you going to, are you going to venture off and experience what this world really is? And, find the answers death to rebirth yeah yeah 
reincarnation you're you're uh you're getting into i uh i've explored see, everything nice had to believe in rebirth enriches your life manly p hall yep nice Chasing. this is the this is a discordian uh book one of the Britain latest most blood. successful yeah he, he he hates me the the author of it we got that and yeah. uh well, OBS is not easy, and I, I deleted it off my computer because I, I just I can't get it to work with my system, and apparently I need to spend more money, and I just I'm not going to dump any more money in, into what I do because I don't make any money doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, I, I've I I took I I started my Patreon like about six months ago, uh -huh. and it's it's basically uh, I mean it's it's very comical and. The, it's 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 one dollar per month which is like get your slack back which is uh church it's taken from the church of the sub genius and then there's uh five dollars which is uh a nazi pricing and then there's uh 23 dollars per month which is uh nasa pricing <laughs> and so, so and it, it says it says the 23 dollar one it says it, it says it's this is exactly the same thing as the five dollar price thing except i'm using all this money to defund nasa and uh, <laughs> so, so jaron pays pays uh 23 a, a month uh for me which i i'm unbelievably unbelievably thankful for and i i do i don't even know how to use the money i i i i checked about a month ago and I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, I got like $350 in here. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> so, so I, I took all that and I, I paid for my rent out here. Yeah. So it's like, I, I mean, I, I work with Santos Bonacci and, and David Weiss with the syncretism society. And I, uh, and I, and I, I try to make video content. See, that's what it is. I was making videos for them for a while. And so I, I neglected my own YouTube channel because uh, I, re I realized that I get more promotion from them, from the syncretism society than I do promoting myself. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even, I, I, I don't even know how to promote myself in, in a good way. I'm not a good sellout. I'm not a good grifter, even though people think I'm a, a, a some sort of grifter. I'm it's terrible. Like, it's, it's crazy. Why, why, why can't we just be amazing at uh, like donut is at, at self-promotion. <laughs> and I, I looked at his Patreon the other day. I'm like, Holy shit. I'm like 888 Patreons. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'd have a fucking earthship built if I were you donut <laughs> fucking. Uh... But yeah. So what did he say? So, Oh, so this is episode 66, double 33. <laughs> uh, Cause he, he was talking about 30, 33s and, uh, 23s he's he just said he got into the 23 enigma which was created by william william burroughs yeah you know william burroughs the the junkie the heroin junkie yeah yeah and and, and uh actually i'm pretty i'm almost positive he, he chilled with uh um at esalon institute and uh, all, all these but so he he uh he I think discovered or rediscovered the 23 enigma mm -hmm. and then Robert Anton Wilson, he popular popularized it from William Burroughs and he incorporated the 23 enigma into all of his books. And, and he, 
he made uh, he was a, le a leading pope of Discordianism. The co the co-founders of Discordianism are Carrie Thornley and this other guy who I can't remember, unfortunately, and I apologize. But uh, Robert Anton Wilson was a leading head pope of the uh, of Discordianism, and he he helped popularize it. He wrote a lot of uh, their lore, and. Also, he was a uh, he popularized the Church of the Subgenius uh, as well, and those are two ridiculous parody religion rabbit holes that I'd say it's worth checking out. Uh, Discordianism for sure, but the Church of the Subgenius is I don't know, it's kind of a waste of time, uh, at least in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I spent I spent uh, far too many. I mean, my name is Flatter Subgenius. I. I, I, the, I, the whole point of that, uh, I was reading a Robert Anton Wilson book and um, called Quantum Psychology. And at the end of the chapters, he gives brain change exercises to, to, to increase your intelligence and to change your par paradigm and your perspective. And, uh, and, and so one of the challenges or the exercises at the end of the um, chapter was join two new religions. And so I chose, since I'm a wannabe comedian, I chose uh, parody religions because I thought they would make me more creative and a more funnier person. Yeah. And so I, I chose the number one religion as the Church of the Subgenius. And then the second one was the Discordian Society. So the Discordian Society was on the back burner for many years because I was so enveloped in the Church of the Subgenius for so many years and creating the character Flatter Subgenius. Yeah. and. All, all this crazy nonsense that that people, even flat earthers and the main ones, were scared of even talking with me because they thought I was some sort of Satanist <laughs> and uh, pr practicing black magic or chaos magic or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It's like whatever. I, I'm one of the per persons that I don't really care what you say about me. I know who I am, and I don't know what my opinion of myself is. And my opinion is the mat the one that matters the most ultimately about myself. And uh, <laughs> What you think about me says more about you than what it does me. And, right. and uh, so I've basically turned, I, I totally did a 180 and now I expose, I've been exposing and humiliating and defaming the church of the subgenius for years now to the point where I don't even want the name subgenius anymore or a flatter subgenius. I want to totally change my name. So now, but now I've been heavily deep into Discordianism for years now. And basically a very, a very similar thing happened because I've like rose among the ranks and talked to the, the, the remaining founders and the, 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 the higher ups. And it, it, it's just it's the same shit happens where except the, the Discordians are a lot more open minded. Um, like th there were there was only one other flat earth subgenius when I started in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, and so but now there's there's like. I mean, there's dozens, possibly even hundreds of uh, flatter subgeniuses now, and and there was only one, and and I've only when, known only one, and that's you. <laughs> yeah, and, and the same thing with the Discordians. As a matter of fact, if you the, the if you read the main book of the Discordians, which is like the Principia Discordia, um, the, halfway through the book, I was reading it. It's it's all it's it's about sense and nonsense, order and chaos. And there's a lot, there's a lot to it. There's, it's, there's a lot of uh, Zen and philosophy. Yeah. Actually, he calls it Zenarchy. 
okay. instead of an anarchy zenarchy yeah and uh that's one of the books uh there's a there's a lot of uh, discordian books out there and it's like it's it's very zen like and i i really uh align with the dao and the the, the zen and the and the Taoists and the the, the Zen Buddhists, I, I I love all that stuff, and I'm a collector of uh, books, and I, I'm a, I'm a studier, a scholar of of, of religion, and mm-hmm. uh, so I, I like to dabble in all of it, or at least know um, a lot or, or a little about a, a, a lot of them, and yeah. um, so now like Discordianism has uh, it's it's taken over, kind of like how a Donut was talking about disco nonstop, like. I can go on and on about discordianism, but I, I, I really, I hope Donut uh, watches this and uh, and he goes into uh, checks out discordianism, and and yeah. shit, I'd I'd love to do a a, a show with him too, um, but because because he has a much bigger reach than than you and I do, and oh yeah, and it's, it's like I don't know, like I think I think there's a lot of you can make a lot of sense from nonsense. Right. And, and, uh, oh yeah. And like reading halfway through the book, the main book, all of a sudden it says common sense tells us that the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just like little, little things, little synchronicities like that, that stick out and they happen so much. And now what, like when I started there again, there were a, a, a couple uh, of flat earth discordians now, dude, now, I mean, now there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of anti-moon landers a lot of flat earth uh, discordians now and it's like that's i created the newest uh, the new discordian society and the newest discordian society so now i'm like a top ranking member of the discordians uh, yeah. a saint uh, and and, uh, and and it and it it's it, it creates these egregores. Could, could you uh, could you look up the definition of uh, egregore real quick? Because oh, I don't want to. Sure. I don't want. I don't want to butcher it. It's E G uh, R E gore egregore. And I want to. I want to. It's like an invisible meme that you can spread without talking or sharing it. And. Like it's already infected both both of us just by even mentioning it. Now now everyone listening to it, it's too late. You've it's basically like a mind virus that yeah. countered all the previous programming, all the previous mind control, all the, of the previous egregores in existence. These are it's like a living, invisible entity that has you can't capture it. It you you can't you can't pin it down. And uh, it's I learned that through a book called Occult Memetics. And it's like I've been sharing I've been creating memes so long and and, and uh, sharing memes, stealing memes, creating memes uh-huh. um, for so long, man, for over a decade that I'm like, I, I've seen a lot of good come from from it. I really have. But reading this book, uh, Occult Memetics, it's like it's beyond, it's it's like sharing memes with your mind and, and you're just, you don't even really need to talk anymore. It's like less talk, more action. And you just get to see it all happen. And in all these synchronicities and all these, um, all these like 
real life experiences happen in your life and you'll you'll notice it and pick up on it uh have you uh found it yet yeah yeah it says uh egregore is in an occult concept representing a non-physical entity that arises from a collective thoughts of a distinct distinct group of people uh and then there's another definition oops ah that's my stupid screen uh, it's a metaphysical term for a sort of group consciousness, like a zeitgeist or an archetype. It derives from the Hebrew word angel and also for city, and it has enjoyed many misadventures on its way to English. <laughs> misadventures. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So yeah, that, that gives you a, a it's, that's, that's a more technical way of uh, how I put it. <clears throat> Yeah, but yeah, so it's that's an interesting concept, don't you think? Yeah, I am the world-renowned astrophysicist, author, and scientist Neil deGrasse Tyson, and yes, I did lie. The world is indeed flat. <laughs>